There's a conspiracy afoot that's pulling the world into darkness. Information is the new battlefield. Propaganda, disinformation, and media manipulation dominate the minds of the public. Join us on the Dark to Light Show as we remove the head of the snake and expose media censorship, social and cultural engineering, and the unfolding global conspiracy of the New World Order. And a machine it is. My name is Josh, and I'm with Jim Price. This is the Dark Delight Show, and uh, yeah, we're uh, we're just a few days away from 2023. And from what I heard, Jim, from what I've been mm-hmm. hearing, mm-hmm. 2023 is gonna be lit. Well, fantastic. Well, I think you know, like I said, we got to have a can't build new stuff on old crap, so we got to get rid of the old crap. Hey, um, did did you know that uh, your potato in chief, you know that boy that uh, lived in the basement and won an election? Uh, God, yeah, yeah, Mister Mister uh, Earlobes, be- right? How do we even believe this stuff anyway? Um, do you know that uh, he left town down to Saint Croix, the old Virgin Islands, without uh, signing that ominous bill? <laughs> yeah, I mean, you know, he's uh, he, he's a smart one. We, we, did we forget to do something, Joey, before we left? Did you remember? Did you bring your wallet? Did you bring your ID? I mean, you might get, you know, someone might want to check you for your, uh, you know, silver alert if you're out there, you know, people see you wandering around the uh, Kirks and Caicos and not knowing where you're at. My question is, how is he, so we're going to sign a $2 trillion ominous bill on foreign land? Isn't that interesting? How, is I, I that okay? I wonder if there's any type of federal law that permits or forbids that. Is that that's okay? We're okay with. Are you okay with that? Let me ask you a question. Let me just ask you, Josh. Is Josh Reed's opinion and his opinion alone does not reflect anybody and blah, 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 whatever? Are you okay with that? Did you okay with the quote unquote leader of your country signing a bill for two trillion dollars in another country? Well, it's not that I'm okay with it. I, I don't want. Uh, firstly, he's not the leader of my country. Um, secondly. <laughs> Is that uh, the, not the your bill, president? I'm, I'm in protest of the bill since the beginning. Um, right. The bill is nothing but radical pork spending. But I mean, maybe this is a point to actually investigate and research and find out if there's any stipulations about where a president can sign a bill and maybe the ramifications of why he'd be signing the bill in a foreign country. Yeah, I, I just I, I think there's I think I think we run past. So if you Josh, if you don't show up for a court date, you don't show you don't pay your ticket. There's all these auto things that start turning in, right? You get, you know, you lose your driver's license, the warrant for your arrest, whatever it is, right? All these things that quote unquote the legal system will chew your life apart if you you know don't pay a parking ticket, they'll suspend your license and then take you to jail because you're driving on a suspended and all this other stuff. But we have a government who's just the emperor has no clothes, obviously. He's down in Turks and Caicos. He's down in St. Croix, living it up, you know, doing a little Mai Tai drinking, and uh, forgot to do something before he left the house. To, well, you know, he's doing hey. something little, but I don't think it's Mai Tai drinking. <laughs> yeah. Well, they got to keep him on methamphetamines and all the other stuff to keep him cognitive while he's well, they're, they're doing renewing, all sorts of anyway. They're, they're, uh, they're rejuvenating his uh, clone DNA is what they're doing down there. That's what I assume, but I don't know. But, you know... 
Yeah, Joe Biden is a complete failure. Joe Biden um, stole the 2020 election. Joe Biden um, has some major problems personally, as well as financially. Mm -hmm. He is a a treasonous SOB to this country, in my opinion. And, um, you know, this is a good question in point for 2022, right? Because a lot of people out there were expecting – Things to happen, right? The midterm elections, oh, it's going to be a red wave, you know, 2018, red wave, 2020, red wave. And, you know, people are right. expecting the savior, right? Donald Trump to come through and, and, and save the day. And in four years, he was uh, held up by various different impeachments and investigations and accusations and media um, to just, just getting hammered by the media. Right. And and at what point do we as Americans look back at the last couple years and say there's nobody coming to save us Jim that mm-hmm. the deep state the cabal whatever we want to call this organization that is perpetuating this um they have the high ground that mm-hmm. they are doing exactly what they want to do and they are implementing their agenda and yes we win a few battles here and there but I don't think that there's going to be some big celebration at the end where, you know, the patriots rise up from the ground and uh, some, you know, some white hats all of a sudden start taking things over and the military all of a sudden realizes, hey, we're no longer woke and we need to go out there and and help the American people. I don't think that that day's coming. I think the day that's coming, um, very similar to what um, Medvedev said the other day, president, uh, former Mm -hmm. president of Russia, the chief uh, of the Security Council there. That the United States is most likely headed towards a very, very dark time. And I think 2023 is going to usher that dark time in. Uh, Cash Patel was just on one of my buddy shows, uh, Nino Rodriguez. And Cash Patel said specifically, he goes, those who are expecting 2023 to be a a glorious year for patriots, you, you got it dead wrong. 2023 is going to be an incredibly bad year. It's going to be bad politically. It's going to be bad financially, economically. It's going to be bad for the housing market. It's going to be bad for the job market. It's going to be mm-hmm. bad for inflation. It's not. Things yeah. are not going to get better in 2023. And, and he, he kind of laid out Donald Trump's plan. He said that things are going to get so bad in 2023 under Joe Biden's leadership that people are going to be begging for Donald Trump to come back in 2024. People will go out there and vote. And if that's what they're hoping for, if that's their strategy to get Donald Trump back into the presidency, um, they got another thing coming because there's something called voter fraud that's been going on. And we know how they do it. We understand how they do it. We can't prove it in courts because the court systems are rigged. And so instead what happens is, yeah, the country is going to be in a horrible position and they're just going to steal all the House seats back. They're going to steal the presidency again. That's what's going to happen in 2024. If Americans decide to do nothing, if Americans decide to stay silent, if Americans choose to just acquiesce their power and authority, which was granted to them by their creator, which is granted to them by the creator – Reestablish within contract, within doctrine, within declaration, within the Constitution. If they don't stand up and use those powers, the powers granted to them, this country's gone. Right. And 2023 will be the death of America if that is the case. Well, we, one of the, here's, here's, so I hear you say this. So this is, I mean, this is the part where I think we all have this like, yeah, man, we got to, 
we got to, and here's the problem. The reason that we, we have the hesitancy, because the conservatives tend to not want to actually be confrontational and tend not to want to be, you know, adjutants and things of that nature. That's a default to conservatism. And that's just, that's a, that's a principle behind what they live. Um, the left, who just decides that they want to be controlling and do whatever, or the establishment, I, let's, let's call it, not call it left or the right, let's call it the establishment, uh, when they want to come in and do things. So the, the big hesitancy I hear in this whole situation is the thin blue line. So let's say you know me and you know me and Josh Reed and some other patriots or whatever we all get together and we say hey listen we're gonna we're gonna go in and we're going to establish a government that we see that represents us and we are allowed to rep you know we're allowed to replace those representatives according to the Constitution which is the default to all all arguments right so my issue is how do we go up to the thin blue line the the police department who are policy enforcers not law enforcement. How do we go to the sheriff, who most of them don't even understand the Constitution, just like the Cedric County Sheriff I have, who asked in a public meeting of 300 people, are you a constitutional sheriff, which was my question I asked him. And he said, I'm a constitutional sheriff, but not the way you think constitutional sheriff. And if we don't have those guys out there, if we don't have the FBI or NSA or CIA or whoever it is is going to bring the guns, the tyrannical enforcers with weapons, um, unless we know that they're on our side, how do we move forward with our God-given inalienable rights that allows us to replace the government to represent us in the way that we see fit? Where does that where does that conversation? How do we make that conversation happen with the local policy police officers or the sheriffs who are your your uh, constitutional authority in your county? How do you have the conversation, or how do you get them on your side to where they see that there's things going on tyrannical? Well, Jim, this is kind of how I would uh, suspect that something like this would happen, is that as this begins to unravel and the what I call the global firestorm event begins to really take hold in 2023 and we start seeing societal and cultural collapse and, and political collapse, right, is that people are going to start – once. let's just assume – Let's assume that the job market crashes, right? Hyperinflation increases, job market crashes, maybe a world war, whatever cataclysm event brings that about. But people all of a sudden are being let off, laid off. Let's just say it's another pandemic. I mean, I I got an article here we can can point to on this. But let's just say there's another pandemic. People are no longer going to work. The banks are out there going, oh, well, we're going to start recalling homes. Most people are underwater on that anyway. Okay? Right. So – in that case, people are going to start leaving the cities. People are going to start leaving these these radical towns that have been taken over by this woke ideology. Where are they going to go? They're going to they're going to congregate hmm. in these towns, in these cities of the sheriffs that you just talked about, of the sheriffs that are constitutional in their nature that will protect the people. People will be looking for levels of protection from their government. They're going to go to places to where they're going to get that protection. Now, that's going to basically cause ruckus and chaos amongst the liberal cities because those those will burn probably. But those mm-hmm. conservative areas will start to rise up. They will. And, right. I, you know, I, I'm not I'm not talking about a, a, an armed revolution here. I'm, I'm, not, I'm not saying that in any way, shape or form. I'm not I'm not going that direction. Right. What I'm saying is, is that people need to get together. They need to communicate. They need to develop the relationships. They need to prepare themselves and be within those areas to where there's people that will protect them. There's mm-hmm. people that will help them. There's people yep. that will support them. And then. We can begin to take back our communities because now we have a community developed upon trust. That's the truth. Compact. We'll be right back with more Dark Delight Show right after this. 
Hey guys, Josh here. Mike Lindell of My Pillow has been an amazing patriot, supporting President Trump and conservative and Christian values throughout the last four to five years with everything that's been going on. We ask you to go out to mypillow.com and help support Mike Lindell as well as myself and this show, the Dark Delight Show, with using promo code RPP to save up to 66% on your purchase. For the best night's sleep in the whole wide world, visit MyPillow.com. The world is becoming more unglued by the day. Local consequences are now showing up. We are seeing sky-high gas prices, higher food prices, shortages, and more. How should you respond? Go to redpills.tv slash patriot. That's R-E-D-P-I-L-L-S dot TV slash patriot. And secure your long-term emergency food storage from My Patriot Supply. My Patriot Supply is by far the largest preparedness company in America. They're in stock and shipping quickly in unmarked boxes to your door. Their emergency food supplies last up to 25 years in storage. When you need it, it'll be there. Lunches, dinners, drinks, and snacks totaling over 2,000 calories a day. Get free shipping on any order over $99. Again, go to redpills.tv slash patriot. The global financial system is on the verge of collapse. Here in the United States of America, we have rising inflation, rising cost of goods and services from gas to food. We have supply chain disruptions. We have the incompetent presidency of the United States of America running the U.S. dollar into the ground by debasing it by radicalized spending and printing. There is only one thing in this world right now that is a worthy investment that has been the hedge for inflation year after year. Guys, that's gold and silver. Look, I invest in gold and silver and there's no reason why you should not either. My buddy, Dr. Kirk Elliott, is an economist and financial advisor, and he is amazing at what he does by helping you get your 401ks, your IRAs, or just helping you purchase gold and silver bullion. You can give him a call at 720-605-3900 or go to getgoldtoday.com and let him know that Josh from the Red Pill Project sent you. Dark Delight on the WYSL stations. All right, back on the Dark Delight show. You know, you know that, Jim? That's really what needs to happen. Is people need to start communicating again. People need to start getting together. They need to start having their, their own town, town board meetings. You know, no, not going down to your town board and actually having the meetings, but starting to get together with your neighbors and your local communities. People need to start collaborating and talking. People need to start joining forces because, listen, when the chief security officer, the second in charge in Russia, former president, comes out and says America is headed towards a civil war in 2023, when you have the former undersecretary of, uh, of defense um, – mm-hmm. One of the top aides of President Donald Trump come out and say that 2023 is going to be very, very bad. People need to prepare now. When you have every single major financial institution, BlackRock, J.P. Morgan, Chase, Wells Fargo, all coming out and saying that 2023 is going to be an incredibly bad year financially and economically. We're headed into a recession. Inflation is going to only increase. When you have all these things spiraling around, plus you have the the pending war uh, that is going on in in Russia and Ukraine with a proxy and then uh, Serbia and Kosovo, you you have all these things, Taiwan and China. When you look at that, Mm -hmm. you have to go, who who can I trust? 
who can right. I trust during this time? And that's when you start saying, hey, guys, let's get a meeting together and let's go meet down by the docks with no cell phones. I mean, that's the type of, of communication that people need to start having right now because yeah. it could potentially get really, really bad around here. Yeah. You know, Jim, are you familiar with the fourth turning? Yes. Um, let me ask you a quick question. What is the situation with – sorry, my, my mic is really picking up heavy again. I don't know why. Um, but what's happening – so when we use words, like you can hear the words coming through the radio right now. You can hear me saying these things. We know that words have power, and we know, have, we know intentions have power, and also attention has power. What if we were all to just turn our backs in the great defiant moment, and then we, we quote-unquote, just like our, our Constitution says – we put people into position to represent us. So does that mean that we create a colony or a compound or an, uh, a county or a half of a state and we create within the, that the, the world we want by and our intentions or by our attention to their power and not the one behind us? Um, I, I understand what you're saying. But at, at this point in the game... Um, you know, that's, that's something for down the road is I, I understand how words work. Uh, Rudlard Kipling right. once said that words are the most powerful drug known to humanity. And I am but a master of words, mm-hmm. which is one of my favorite quotes, by the way. Now they do matter in turning a blind back to your representative officials and then forming your own representation. That is a, uh, it's a good idea, but in actuality, is that going to work? Can you get the large enough masses to actually stand up and join you within that mm-hmm. effort? The first thing that has to happen is a reestablishment of communication, exactly what I'm talking about, is that you right. have to go back to the drawing board. You have to start going out to your neighbors and saying, hey, man, what, what do you think is going on here? And they're like, oh, my goodness, it's horrible out there. And then you say, well, you know what? Grab a few of your friends and let's have a beer and, and let's uh, let's go down to the – you know, the American Legion or the VFW or whatever it is, and, and let's, let's talk. Let, let's have a discussion. And you start doing that every week, and you start meeting, and you can bring more and more people in. This is how that community is restructured and rebuilt. People need to start communicating again. It was one of the problems that happened after September 11th. It was one of the major problems that happened after COVID, is that people were segregated. People were pushed away from each other. They were divided politically. And so in this coming time, they want you to feel alone. They want you to feel separated and divided from society. They want you to feel depressed. They want you locked away in your house. They want you six feet apart. They they want you in this control slave matrix grid structure. So you'll just be subservient and obedient and do exactly what they say. There's there's this article right here. I I, want to bring this up because this is – This is interesting. So United Nations Insider has claimed that Deep State is planning a new bioweapon release. Now, this isn't just a whistleblower, okay? This is Dr. Francis Boyle. Dr. Francis Boyle is the author of the U.S. Biological Weapons Act. This is a bill actually passed by Congress. This guy Hmm. wrote it, okay? Right. He came out. And he revealed that the next pandemic will come out of biological warfare labs and that the globalists are preparing for the release of the big one so they can keep us all under control and under the domination of the WHO, Bill Gates, Big Pharma, and biowarfare industry and the Chinese communist government. 
I mean, this is one of the first guys that came out and, and warned about COVID-19, where it came from the Wuhan lab, experimental vaccines, they're dangerous and they're deadly. He said, the most important point now, from my perspective, are these proposed regulations by the World Health Authority and also the proposed pandemic treaty by the World Health Organization that are now in consideration within Geneva. They will establish a scientific medical police state that will cover the entire world and will usurp and negate the sovereignty of the United States of America, as well as the sovereignty of the United States of the Union under the 10th Amendment, the United States Constitution. He said this is a one-way pass to the cemetery. This is the most insidious part of the WHO treaty is the fact that it would go into effect immediately upon being signed by the Biden delegate, which is a blatant violation of the U.S. Constitution because Biden cannot enter in the treaties without the approval of of Senate. Right. So here's the thing is, is once they have the signature, they're just going to assume the authority and it doesn't matter what happens in the courts and the constitutionality. This means right. that when Alex Jones talked about blue helmets on American grounds and FEMA camps, this is the reality that will actually come from the signing of this treaty. Right. And I'm saying that the time to do something, the time to do something is now. I know it's the middle Absolutely. of winter. I know it's cold outside. I know that there's winter storms. I know there's pending weather. I know people are broke and hurt and depressed and, and all this other stuff. But it's time to start communicating. It's time to start having those meetings with friends. It's time to start devising plans to preserve and protect your communities, your families. Yes. Yeah. Absolutely. That's it. That's that, that, Josh. That's absolutely real. We we've looked to all the wrong authorities for us to take care of our lives. We keep looking to judges. We keep looking to politicians. We keep looking to all these outside forces. When we uh, when we bind together, we become stronger. We use the biblical terms here. You know, when two or more of you together, I am there with you. Why isn't that we don't believe in these things? Why is it we don't use the words in the way they were defined and given to us in a way that benefits us? I mean, we have that right there. We and that's what we talked about the Christmas part of it, right? When Christmas, why do we get together for Christmas? Well, it's because of the tree and Noel and all. No, it's because we need to come together. We need to bind together. That you make Christmas what you want it to be, but you also make this country what you want to be by bringing those around you that believe the way you do. And again, that's what that's what the establishment has done. You know, they've they've gotten together with the people that believe they should control the world, and they're doing a really damn good job of it. So why aren't we doing a really great job of figuring out how to maintain our freedom and our liberties and outside of their forces? Well, that's the problem, Jim, is that we've been so divided by the mainstream media. We've been so divided by social media that any time that you go to have a conversation with somebody that might just not agree with everything you're saying – they react from an emotional perspective. They get triggered right. by your ideals. And, and that produces more division and more divide. Yeah. And that's why this has been a war of psychological warfare. That's why there's a mass psychosis in this country. That's why a certain percentage of the population, the global population, went out and, and just blindly took a, an experimental mm-hmm. drug, injecting it into yeah. their arm without any inquiry themselves as to the effects of it, of what it might be, of where it was made. It was, you know, Donald Trump was sitting there telling us that the, the, the COVID virus was made in China. It went China. from Chapel Hill, North Carolina, into the Wuhan Institute of Virology, and then was released into the world. It was a yep. bioengineered virus. So then 
we're expected to believe that within just a few months, they make a, a vaccine for this thing. Well, where did the materials, the manufacturing, and the processing for that vaccine come? It, there's not where a the made in America. Where the glass stick- bottles that yeah. hold the vaccine come from? Two billion Jim, glass bottles. Jim, Who th- made there's those? No, there's no made in America stamp on the back of those vials. It came huh. from China. Mm-hmm. Two billion little glass vials? Come on, guys. Ramping up for that alone? Getting the silica, getting the carbon, getting all the things to make the little glass bottles? And then you made two billion of them? Come on. Well, it's all right. Yeah, no, I, I understand what you're saying. But <clears throat> the other part of this context is that this is part of the problem is that we mm-hmm. blindly accept what authorities say simply because we're, fe- we're f- afraid. We mm-hmm. have to stop doing that. We have to start waking our minds up and questioning everything. We have to have a hypercritical analysis filter on our senses for when information comes in, we say, whoa, stop, wait a second. What's really going on here? And, and I'm telling you, they're, they're going to try another pandemic. We already know that. We had um, – what was it? It was uh, the, the last exercise they just did on October 23rd, catastrophic contagion, okay? <laughs> what, when this starts to come about – and this is going to be probably real. This, this is going to be another <clears throat> COVID scam, but it will probably be something a little bit stronger, I assume. Right. And when this actually comes about, we have to sit, take a step back and say, what is really going on here? Right. All right. We're going to take a, a quick break. We'll be back with more Dark Light Show. Right this. See you Dark Delight on the WYSL stations. All right, back to the Dark Delight show. Now, this is interesting, Jim. I I don't think a lot of people know about this treaty. So the World Health Organization out there has devised this plan to get all the countries of the world to sign a health treaty. This health treaty, basically in the the midst of a pandemic, a global pandemic, would Uh give the authority of uh, global health to the World Health Organization, of which all these governments would then acquiesce their power, their sovereignty to the World Health Organization and follow their protocols. Yeah, it seems fine. completely, you know. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, who nothing, need, who needs sovereignty? Who needs? That. Yeah, right. Why do we even have borders anymore? Right? I, I mean, right? if we're just going to piss away all of our rights to some weirdo in another country, I mean, what are we doing here? Why do we. I mean, guys, we got to figure out what we want. I mean, do you want the sovereignty of a country? And I mean, did you believe that freedom comes first and that you default to freedom and not incarceration? Do you want to have a, a land that you know that you don't have to second guess and worry about whether the government allows you to build a shed in your backyard? Do you have to worry about whether your exhaust is too loud or too smoky or any of that? Come on. Come on, man. Keep going well, on that. That's yeah. Well, and with this treaty, basically what it does is in the advent of a pandemic – Basically, you get the United Nations that can come directly into the United States. They can set up their medical camps, the quarantine camps like they're doing in China and Australia. That Santos uh, vote uh, that signed into law 
during right. the pandemic. Then, then they can go in and uh, they can – like what, what's happening in China? You have the Gestapo going door to door, pulling people out of their houses and quarantining them. They have their, – they're welding doors shut to keep people inside, okay? That's what was happening in China. That, that will be coming to America if the Joe Biden delegation signs this treaty. If they sign the treaty, I mean, that, that's go time, guys. I mean, that's, that's like when we stand up and say, okay, you guys just violated the Constitution for the last time. Because the Constitution strictly speaks that the president can enter into treaties with approval from Senate. <clears throat> Senate approval. Hmm, that sounds interesting. Did you hear about any Senate approval? Did oh, we have no, Senate approval on this? Absolutely not. No, 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 absolutely. Huh. No. That's awesome. Definitely, nice. definitely didn't do that one there. But you know, yeah. this is this is the state of the world right now, and we have to understand that these these people that are perpetuating this agenda, they are not going to stop ever. Yeah. They are going to continue. They will burn this world down to the ground before they ever relinquish power. And, and here's the thing: is we can sit there and believe that there's you know underground wa- of wars going on and tunnels, and they're saving the children and all this stuff, and we can think that there's tribunals going on in Gitmo, and all the bad people are being replaced with clones. And you know what I say? I say hmm. if that is happening, great. I've seen absolutely zero evidence of any of that. Mm-hmm. But whether it is or isn't, we still need to do our part here. We still right. need to rise up. If, if, let's say that there is a plan. Let's say that the Donald Trump has this elaborate plan that's unfolding throughout the world. And, you know, one day the military is going to rise up and they're going to go out there and they're going to take our country back. You know, that, that plan. Right. Let's assume that that's true. Okay. Does that mean that we sit back and do nothing? Does that mean that we allow our country to be completely obliterated by these people, their policies, right. the radicalism? Well, let's say the plan. Let's say the plan was a thing, right? So here's the thing: whether it was really a plan or not a plan, or if it was really a thing or not a thing, why would we all get woke up to the evils around us and then just sit on our thumbs? Hmm. I mean, seriously, we woke up. I mean, there's a lot of people I talk to now that I never thought would be talking about the corruption and the and the politics and the news of the day being all just BS. Uh, and they literally are like, man, we've got to do something. And I'm like, you, you want to do something? You know, wow. Okay, great. So now that we're all, we all need to do something. Hello. You know, that's, this is where we go forward. So the problem is, is whether the plan was the plan or not, and whether it was the way it was supposed to be devised or not, a lot of people are awoke up to the idea that there is truly this real corruption out there. So now what do you do with that knowledge that you have gained? Go back to sleep? No. That's not how... You, oh, the house is on fire. I'll get it in the morning. Is that, how, is that what we're saying we're doing now? It, it, well, 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 I'll get it. Ready. I'll call the fire department in the morning. Well, that's what I'm trying to say here, is that we need to, to understand the consequences of what's happening here. Is that mm-hmm. our country is being systematically destroyed and thrown into states of chaos. They are about to perpetuate another fear-based event on this country. Don't know exactly what it's going to be. Don't know when it's going to be. I got a few ideas in mind. April 4th, 2023 seems like a a nice date. But either way, Mm -hmm. what's going to happen is that the fear is going to overwhelm the minds of the masses and they all acquiesce to the power of safety. That, that's that's how this works. 
And we have to be prepared for when that time comes that we stand up and say, sorry, we're not falling for that. And it can't be a few single people within the midst of hundreds. It's got to be the majority. It's got to be the majority of the people standing up and saying, no, sorry, we're not falling for this again. I mean, imagine that if if like the, the COVID thing happened right now, right? Right. And you have these towns coming out there going, hey, uh, you know, we're going to do masking and six feet apart and all the businesses are closed. And the three people show up and they're like, no, this is a plan by the globalists. And they, everybody just laughs at them, right? Imagine, though, if 60 to 70% of the town showed up, right? Yeah. 60 to 70% of the town showed up at the town board meeting and said, we want your resignation right now. Stand down. This town is not locking down. This town will not be doing any of that. Go on about mm-hmm. your day. That's what Bingo. needs to happen. And that only yeah. happens is if we start now with communication and rebuild that foundation of the community. How come we're not celebrating the lady who in Tucson, I had her on my show um, a couple couple months ago. And uh, the lady in Tucson, who she ran for school board, I need to check up on her. I need to talk again with her again. But um, they walked in. They were that group of people that walked in and replaced the school board. They said, you guys, out. We're voting in our new – and they did it through you know, through you know, having the right kind of body count there. And they were able to change the school board instantaneously. Mm-hmm. I mean they showed that we can do that, and nobody stopped them. Well, and, and we need more people like that who have already had the effects of what they can do. Um, mm-hmm. I've worked with American Prosper. American Prosper has set up basically this level of community organization. And what, uh, what Kristen did is she just went out there and she started talking to people. And they said, well, let's get together. And they started having meetings and people told other people. And, and that's what needs to happen is we need to start having these meetings at coffee shops, at bars, right? You know. Do you know how the American Revolution um, recruited people for their efforts? It was coffee shops, wasn't it? It was co- – well, coffee shops and bars were the same place. Right. And what they had is they had riders, riders mm-hmm. on horses going from town to town to each saloon, to each coffee shop, to each bar. And right. they would rally people up and recruit their effort right then and there. And we're not recruiting an effort for a war. We're recruiting an effort for the community to be reorganized. And, right. and you got to be able to put a process in the hands of people. you got to be able to go into that place and say, hey, look, we have, we have 100 people here in the town. And those 100 people have you know, spouses, brothers, sisters, mothers, all these types of things. And if we put enough people together, we have that community organization that can rise up during that time and say, no. We're not locking down. We're not separating six feet apart. No, we're not wearing masks. We're not taking mandatory vaccinations. And then they go to the sheriff or they go to the police officer and the police says, well, you know what? I got to do what I'm told. And well, guess what? Police officer, you work for us. You took an Uh oath to the United States Constitution to protect the people. And look at the mass of people that we have here. We have thousands of people from the town here right now saying that you're going to protect us. And so what we're going to do is we're going to close down the border of this town. No yeah. federal authority comes in. No WHO comes in. Mm-hmm. That's what needs to start happening. Yeah. Well, and again, that takes you know that takes moxie, that takes bravery, and and the problem is is they've taught us how to to be you know the sheeple of effect. We were like, well, you know, I just I'll vote better next time. I'll push that button really hard, and it will count. You know. The problem is, I guys, I'm going to tell you right now. In 2014, people came to me and said, you know, Jim, there's these were Democrats. 
There, there are still only elections. There's, there, there's elections, you know, the tapes are wrong, and that this is wrong, and that's wrong, and they won't let us have access to the, the paperwork and all this other stuff. This was in 2014, and I'm like, bring it to me. I, I want to see this. And it, it, just, it faded away. But then in 2016, you know, when I ran for office and I saw what they did to my election, and I saw what happened, and I've had U.S. Marshals tell me, oh, yeah, they stole your election. I'm like, well, then prosecute. He goes, we have, prosec- we have put together the case, but the Department of Justice will not pick the case up where we have seen the fraud that was committed on you and the case that you were involved with. And the thing is, guys, is like we, we, we've, your, your wife's cheating on you. Your husband's cheating on you. You're, you're adopted. Get over it. Let's, we got to stand up because we are being used and misused in this situation. And, and this is a true slave state at this point where these people are going out doing things they want and you and it's off the back of you that they're having the fun that they're having. They're misusing and abusing you. If I told you that your grandma has been put on a wagon and she's pulling this cart down the road, you'd be mad in an instant. You'd be out there in the streets, but you'd go to work every day. You go to work every day and say, hey, I'm going to pay my taxes. I'm going to do my right part. I'm going to do this and that. So aren't you just paying for them to, to, to enslave you? That's it, Jim. All right, we'll be back with more Dr. Light Show right after this. Hey guys, Josh here. Mike Lindell of MyPillow has been an amazing patriot supporting President Trump and conservative and Christian values throughout the last four to five years with everything that's been going on. We ask you to go out to MyPillow.com and help support Mike Lindell as well as myself and this show, The Dark Delight Show, with using promo code RPP to save up to 66% on your purchase. For the best night's sleep in the whole wide world, visit MyPillow.com. The world is becoming more unglued by the day. Local consequences are now showing up. We are seeing sky-high gas prices, higher food prices, shortages, and more. How should you respond? Go to redpills.tv slash patriot. That's R-E-D-P-I-L-L-S dot TV slash patriot. Secure your long-term emergency food storage from My Patriot Supply. My Patriot Supply is by far the largest preparedness company in America. They're in stock and shipping quickly in unmarked boxes to your door. Their emergency food supplies last up to 25 years in storage. When you need it, it'll be there. Lunches, dinners, drinks, and snacks totaling over 2,000 calories a day. Get free shipping on any order over $99. Again, go to redpills.tv slash patriot. The global financial system is on the verge of collapse. Here in the United States of America, we have rising inflation, rising cost of goods and services from gas to food. We have supply chain disruptions. We have the incompetent presidency of the United States of America running the U.S. dollar into the ground by debasing it, by radicalized spending and printing. There is only one thing in this world right now that is a worthy investment that has been the hedge for inflation year after year. Guys, that's gold and silver. Look, I invest in gold and silver, and there's no reason why you should not either. My buddy, Dr. Kirk Elliott, is an economist and financial advisor, and he is amazing at what he does by helping you get your 401ks, your IRAs, or just helping you purchase gold and silver bullion. You can give him a call at 720-605-3900, or go to getgoldtoday.com and let him know that Josh from the Red Pill Project sent you. Dark Delight on the WYSL stations. All right. Good music there. 
So, Jim, what do you think we need to do? What? What, what do you think we need what to do? What am I doing? What do we need to do? Well, again, so, okay, so we, uh, let's go back biblically. Two or more are you there, I am there with you, right? Let's go with that. Let's go with the simple stuff. If I can't get you to do it by because, you know what, we're just tired of Nana pulling a, an apple cart around because we're paying into a system that eats us, how about I do this? I, I'm going to say religion. And, you know, we'll say I am a Christian. I, I'm not downing Christianity or anything like that. I'm not trying to be trivialized here. But what I'm saying is right there it tells you come together. So then when you come together, then you start having a conversation about how you feel used and abused, and there's a situation there, then you bring more of you together, and then that creates the effect, right? If you want to change the, the direction of anything, the court of public opinion – sorry, I don't have my pop filter on uh, – the court of public opinion right now is really the most powerful thing we could do out there. If at the moment we've all gotten tired of the mask, we all quit doing it, right? When we go, we're not going to take the government chemical in our arm, we quit doing it, right? So now, you know, they're, they're still trying to push it. We're paying for commercials on our, our radios, our TV, and our ads, and all this other stuff, your, your Candy Crush ads. And go, go, get the, go get the extra chemical. Guys, when the court of public opinion has had enough, when you guys have had enough, then it stops. It really it is it is so simple in that way. But I think Josh, your idea of getting together and having a beer with your phone left at home, I think this it's a far more powerful message than you realize. That is key. Leave your leave that little the little tracker that you won't put in your wrist or in your thumb, the little the little chip you won't put in your thumb. That you, why don't you leave the one that you don't have underneath your skin at the house? Leave it in your truck. Leave it in your car. Throw the damn thing in the trash. Figure out what you got to do to get away from that, and then come together and see how your communication changes when you're not being affected by outside forces. Imagine what we could all do if we all just said we want to default to freedom, we want to default to liberties, we don't want any type of special incarceration. I Guys, I'm telling you, go look up the old sentencing, what we used to sentence people for for crimes 150 years ago. But, you know, think about the turn in 1900. Think about it's like, oh, well, we, everybody needs to burn in jail. You know, you got a you got a speeding ticket. You better pay your money or we're going to you know, you need to go to jail for that if you don't pay it. Are you kidding me, folks? If you actually go and find the sentencing of what we used to do and we had a very functional country, we had a very amazing country that had lots of freedom. We defaulted to freedom. We weren't asking questions because, give me your ID. Where are you going? How come you're on this in this parking lot? Why are you going down this road? None of your business, sir. I'm being respectful and calling you sir, but you have no business questioning me at all ever. But we don't talk in that way. And if you if you took the Bill of Rights of your state, go to Ballotpedia, go on Kansas Ballotpedia Constitution, whatever you want to put in there, Kansas Constitution, print the Bill of Rights out, tape it to your, your mirror, and while you brush your teeth in the morning, don't tell me you don't brush your teeth, so don't give me that crap. While you're brushing your teeth, read the 20 to 15. Every state has about 20 to 15 Bill of Rights articles in there. Read it. It should take you about the same time to brush your teeth as it does to take to read that. And every morning, you do it for 30 days and then come back and tell me, Jim, it did nothing for me. Okay, then don't read it anymore. But I'm going to tell you right now, if you take the time, 30 days, 30 days, print out your article of Bill of Rights for your state Read it while you brush your teeth every single morning and your wife or your kids say while you're brushing your teeth, you have to brush your teeth as long as it takes you to read these. Okay, do that and tell me what those words are doing for you. Tell me how it changes your outlook or the outcome of your day. I'm telling you right now, guys, if you start reading, if you truly don't take my word for it. Second article of Bill of Rights of the Constitution of the United States says that you can keep your guns. 
Is that really what it says? No, it says a well-regulated militia, a well-practiced people's army. I've had sheriffs on my show. I've had them on there. I've asked them the very specific question. I've had Sheriff Lamb. I've had all these different guys on there. And I said, listen, what does this mean to you? And I said, does this mean a well-practiced people's army? He goes, yeah. And the people should be practicing effectively with their sheriffs and with each other, knowing how to make sure that they can fight against foreign and domestic threats. See, guys, we've got all this power in there, but we don't use the words in the way they are meant to be. We, we use the word insurrection. We throw that thing around all the time because January is, oh, insurrection, insurrection. In Black Law's dictionary, I have one sitting right here on my desk right now. There is no definition for insurrection because it's not a legal term. But you fell for it. You got all like, oh, yeah, insurrection. I can see. Guys, I built and designed, I designed, built, and trained the military to use the exact security systems that are in the Capitol building. And I'm going to tell you right now, they will turn you into a red mist before you ever touch the glass on that building if they truly do not want you in there. Those are 5,000-pound mag locks on two-and-a-half-inch steel doors that open outwards that can only be released through the security command center in that building. Please tell me again how you got in there with a plastic pole. Hey, I ran. Hey, China. Hey, North Korea. If you bring a plastic pole to our capital, you can just break through the glass and just come walking through and take pictures. Are you kidding me, folks? When is this enough? When is the lies that I can point out to you day after day after day? This is your life. What are you going to do with it? The, guys, the leading cause of death across the globe is birth. And whatever you do between, that's up to you. Whatever you're going to do with that life, if you're going to be the patriot or you're just going to be the lemming, whatever it is, pick a lane. If you're not going to be a patriot, if you're not going to get out there and fight for freedom for other people, then get out of my way or send a check or send a a letter and say, thank you, Jim, for what you did. Thank you, Josh, for what you're doing out there. Thank you, guys, for being the guys that are out there making the difference. And don't get in the way. But be a part of whatever it is. If send your money, send your time, send a letter, whatever it is, a letter of encouragement to those of us that are out there on the front line pushing back against what is really – was. I mean we're talking tyranny to the 10th power, to the millionth power. We've got a million zeros behind this. It's absolutely something we should be mindful that they are chewing your legs off and you're paying the machine to do it. Every time you put that tax dollar out there, every time you go out there and do that, you don't go to your local farmer, you don't go to your local you know, donut producer, you don't go to these, oh, you go to a big box store because it's convenient. Oh, Walmart's so much cheaper, it's so much better. Why do you think they're cheap? Because it's cheap crap. Vote with your money. Go to the local food producers, go to the local meatpacking guy, go to the local processor and be a friend with him. And then find out where you can get your, your food sourced without having to use your tax dollars to, to have a, a pay into a tax uh, dollars into a government that's chewing you up. Find how find how to fi- find freedom on your own. Find your own freedom. But when you keep defaulting to a congressman or a judge to do it for you, then you have failed already. You have failed when you look to a judge to to write an election. No, we write the election by going out there and mm. making action, making a difference. That's Sorry the beautiful that. thing about the United States Constitution, Jim, is the people are the final system of checks and balances that one person can overrule all of congress all the courts simply by stating their case simply by conjoining the will of the people think about the action 
that was brought about by people like Martin Luther King, right? Why was, why was Martin Luther King Jr. killed? Because he was able to organize people within the community to rise up against a power and say, we want equal rights, justice. And they didn't like mm-hmm. that. They didn't like that. Mahatma Gandhi, same thing. See, that's the thing, is we are the ultimate system of checks and balances, the people. And this is the time right now that people need to start having these tough conversations. Mm-hmm. And they gotta they gotta go out to their neighbors. And neighbors will be like, ah, oh, you know, it's uh, I, I don't see it, but you know, I'm I'm here to support you. And in that time when this happens again, yeah, people need to stay yeah. united. People need to stay. We, together. We've got all these answers. They're right here. I mean, they're not that hard. And I'm telling you guys, it's not the straight cut haircut guy. It's not the straight you know the straight haircut lady. I'm seeing the the long hair, the the gauged earrings, the nose piercing. Those people are coming and telling me, listen, what are we going to do about this? Our government is, is really getting themselves involved in my Venmo. They're doing these things. I don't like this. I don't want this much government. I, guys, we have more allies than we realize, but we they have told us that everyone outside of our own brain is the enemy, including our own wife, our own children, and our own schools, and our own government. So we, we think that we're always at battle with everybody, but if we just start opening your pie hole and start talking to each other, it could change all this. But that's the, that's the glory of it. They've told us to fight with each other, and we believe it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Get me wound up, man. <laughs> Good. That's what it needs to happen. Got on a tirade. It's not even Friday. It's Thursday. Yeah. All right, Where'd guys. This week go? That's all we have for the Dark Delight show today. We will be back with you tomorrow for the last show of 2022, the Dark Delight show. Have a great day. Yeah.